The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Welcome, welcome, Political Bomb Show. This is a pre-recorded show for 3-8-2019. Today, and we're going to be talking about the new wrestling company from America called AEW. And just a little background, I used to be a fanatic when it came to wrestling when I was growing up. I was really into the NWA. And the reason why I liked that over at the time was WWF, now known as WWE, is because WWF, it just seemed not real. It seemed like so fake to me. And back then, the gimmick was wrestling was real and NWA really made it seem that way because it really seemed like it, you know, it, it was more real than WWF back then. So I never really watched the WWF. I didn't like it until I'm spring forward to being a man and in comes the W. I don't know if it was still WWF at this time when it was the Attitude Era that's when it captured my attention it was like okay okay even though it was entertainment it was like a, you know geared towards adults and I loved it I really loved it but I also enjoyed the WCW Nitro I'd prefer to watch that but I would click over and watch the uh, Raw is War, they used to call it something like that. And so I used to like watching that. But then it got to the point where it just got stupid. With when I stopped watching when Triple H was the COO, I tuned out. I couldn't take it. I was like, this is BS. <coughs> I don't want to watch this stuff. What is this? This is stupid. So. And I never really caught on to all the other ones, like, there's other ones out there, like you had, I don't know if ECW is still out there, or Ring of something, or the other ones that's out there, they haven't captured my attention, like ECW, if it's even there still, Impact Wrestling, and all those other ones, the reason why they never captured my attention is because they seem like they're trying to imitate WWE, and if I'm gonna watch, if I'm not gonna watch an imitation, if I want to watch WWE, I'm gonna watch WWE now. How do I know about AEW? Even though I don't, I haven't watched wrestling forever. Well, I am one of these guys. I like to to watch YouTube videos. There's good personalities and good YouTube shows out there, and I don't know why wrestling shows just popped on my menu and I watch them. They talk about wrestling and stuff like that. And even though I don't watch wrestling anymore i'm not into it these shows are entertaining the way how they they don't talk about matches they talk about like if someone's gonna leave the wwe or if someone's unhappy or why the wwe isn't as good as it used to be and all this kind of stuff and so i was watching one of the shows and they started talking about aew and it piqued my curiosity because it's supposed to be for people who they don't really want to watch the WWE because they're sick of the gimmick, for lack of a better word, which would be me. They said that it's going to be completely different. And so today, that's where I'm going to, go. I'm going to talk about AEW and do you think that it will be able to compete with with um, WWE? Uh, just another side note, 
as far as I know, the owner, the cons, they have more money than Vince McMahon, so, and they're backing it, so, but let me just go into the full history here, I'm going to open up their Wikipedia page, and just talk about AEW, AEW, which is all elite wrestling, it's an American professional wrestling promotion founded in 2019, its inception was announced by entrepreneurs Shahid Khan and his son Tony with the former acting as the promotions leader investor or promotions lead investor while the latter service as president and CEO of the company professional wrestlers Cody as well as Matt and Nick Jackson, I don't know Matt and Nick Jansen, honestly, I don't know who they are. I know Cody, Cody Rhodes, collectively known as the Elite. So, okay, it seems like they're going to be a part of it. Cody was always entertaining, so we'll see what he's going to do there. Are the promotions contracted talents? The three are serving as both in-ring performers and executive vice presidents alongside fellow professional wrestler and CEO founder of the elite Kenny Omega. Um, that name kind of sound familiar, but I don't really know. Whose singing was announced, whose signing <laughs> was announced in February 2019. Now a little background history here. In May 2017, professional wrestler and journalist Dave Metzer made a comment that the American professional wrestling promotion Ring of Honor, yet ROH, I've never listened to that, could not sell 10,000 tickets for a wrestling event. The comment was responded by professional wrestlers Cody the Young Bucks, the tag team of Matt and Nick Jackson, who were top stars signed to ROH, and good friends both inside and outside of the professional wrestling as part of the group Bullet Club and later the Elite. They promoted and held an independent professional wrestling event called all in in September 2018, featuring wrestlers from ROH as well as other promotions. The event sold out in 30 minutes and had the largest audience in attendance for a professional wrestling show in America, held and organized by promoters not affiliated with WWE or World Championship Wrestling since 1993. It was also the largest crowd for a non-WWE wrestling event in America since World Championship Wrestling was acquired by WWE. The event was attended by 11,263 people. The event was acclaimed and it led to much online speculation that Cody and the Young Bucks would expand their ambitions and create their own professional wrestling promotion 
or do a second all-in event, and even certain people in the television industry were very impressed with the show. On November 5th, 2018, <coughs> several trademarks were filed in Jacksonville, Florida that indicated the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Names filed for trademarks included All Elite Wrestling, AEW, All Out, All Out, AEW, Double or Nothing, Tuesday Night Dynamite. Huh, so you know, I think what they're doing here now that I'm thinking about it, because you know, it would, it would be suicide to just open up a new show, a new professional promotion, and try to go on Monday, which is Monday Night Raw, which I don't, I've heard the ratings have been going down, but still, it'd be suicide to go to pick that day. So they picked the day after, Tuesday Night Dynamite. That's pretty cool. AEW Double or Nothing and several logos. In December 2018, Cody, the Young Bucks, and several other wrestlers left ROH. The official announcement of AEW's creation came at midnight Pacific time on January 1st, 2019, in an episode of Being the Elite, a YouTube web series created by the Created by and featuring the Elite. Also announced in the episode was Double or Nothing, AEW's inaugural event and sequel to All In. On January 2nd, 2019, Cody, the Young Bucks, officially signed with the promotion as competitors as well as serving as AEW's co-executive vice presidents. While entrepreneur football executive and longtime wrestling fan Tony Khan was announced as the president of the company. Tony and his father, Shahid, were reportedly backing the promotion. The Khans are billionaires and part of the ownership group of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulhan FC. Cody's wife, Brandy Rhodes, was announced as the company's chief brand officer on January 3rd, 2019. On January 8th, 2019, the company held its inaugural press conference on the fourth, fourth court of the TIAA bank field, where they announced talents that were going to perform as part of the promotion, including the team of so-called uncensored Christopher Daniels, Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian. I don't know any of these names. Dr. Britt Baker, Joey Janella, Hangman, Adam Page, Pac, and Chris Jericho. The only name I know out of there is Chris Jericho. Which is good, I gotta say, because they're not trying to get former WWE stars to make the whole thing work. So I'm glad about that because I don't want 
to see a, another WWE type wrestling show. That's why I stopped watching in the first place. They also announced a working relationship with Chinese professional wrestling promotion Oriental Wrestling Entertainment OWE founded by the Japanese wrestler Sima. On February 7, 2019, the group held a press conference where tickets were released for Double or Nothing. Other big announcements included Kenny Omega joining as a competitor and the company's fourth co-executive vice president as well as the signings of Penta L0M, Ray Phoenix, Trent Beretta, and Chuck Taylor, and a partnership with the Mexican promotion Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide. So you have a lot of stuff going on there. Lots of stuff going on there. So now that we know a little bit of the history there, let's... uh. Let's see, 10 things you should know about AEW from Forbes.com. What are the 10 things that we should know about that? Well, let's see. Okay, let's see here. It's not putting it, I thought it was going to put it in numeric order, but it's not putting it. In numeric order, so I have. Let's read the article. It says the WWE has operated as the king of the professional wrestling landscape of, for decades. No promotion can challenge its financial power and presentation, while hardcore wrestling fans sometimes bemoan the monster company. It is the standard for excellence and profitability. That can be an intimidating beast. The challenge, but the men and women spearheading all elite wrestling aren't scared. We're still learning details about AEW, but for now, here are 10 things you should know about the new professional wrestling venue. What is it? AEW is a professional wrestling promotion based in Jacksonville, Florida, that was officially announced on New Year's Day after months of speculations. Who's involved in the leadership capacity? The promotion was created by Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner Tony Khan. He will also serve as the president of the company. Khan has already inked Cody Rhodes, formerly WWE, and the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson as talent. The trio, who are former members of the Bullet Club and Elite from Ring of Honor, so I guess they were in ROH, will also serve as vice presidents of the company. They were also instrumental in promoting All In, an independent wrestling event just outside Chicago that drew more than 11,000 fans. Rhodes' wife, Randy, will be organized. Okay, we read that already in the other thing. When will it start? We don't know when the first event will be, but we do know the title of the first event will be Double or Nothing. It's an obvious follow-up to All In. More information is expected. Others who are involved. 
Hangman, okay, this is, we really kind of read all of this already. Investors, the rallies, yeah, this isn't really telling me anything that I would care to know about. All right, all right, so let's get rid of that. Uh, da, 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 AEW, the company, dis, disrupting wrestling and WWE explained. I, got, I, I think that WWE is feeling a little bit of pressure, but even, and that's the thing. They are. Uh, they are acting as if uh, they're threatened, and AEW haven't even had a TV deal yet. But uh, AEW is taking the fight to WWE and disrupting wrestling in the process. Everything you need to know about the biggest news in wrestling. The world of professional wrestling is being disrupted by the first challenger that WWE legitimately scares. For the first time in 20 years, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, held its press conference on Tuesday announcing plans. Okay, we know that already. Um, announcing plans. Where am I? Announcing plans for the first event in May. While a lot of questions remain, one thing is clear WWE is worried. AEW fired a shot across WWE's bow by holding its press conference in Jacksonville on the same day WWE was holding SmackDown Live in the city. The result was dozens of wrestling fans attending the AEW rally then headed to WWE's show, which was reportedly not received well. I, I heard about that as I was watching one of my YouTube feeds. Apparently, and they did, WWE is denying it that they told security if anyone was, was wearing AEW gear not to let them in. But they claimed that that was not true. I wouldn't put it past them. You, you have one guy here. It, there's a tweet from from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. He says, WWE is turning away people from buying tickets who are wearing AEW merchandise. So... Why is WWE worried about AEW? Upstart wrestling circuits competing against WWE isn't anything new. There have been numerous operations over the years that have tried to come for the crown, but AEW represents the first time since WCW in the mid-90s that wrestling fans believe Vince McMahon's... Uh, could legitimately be pushed and hurt by a competitor. It starts with money. WCW was scary for one major reason, Ted Turner. The media magnet represented a near limitless amount of funds to try and starve out WWE. However, it's been well documented that Turner had no interest in the wrestling business, instead viewing it as a feather in his cap and the promote the and programming for his uh, cable network. AEW is being funded by Jaguar's owners, the Khan, and co-founded with his son, Tony Khan, an estimated wrestling fan. The cons represent 6.4 billion net worth entering the world of wrestling, dwarfing 
Vince McMahon 2.9 billion and coming at a time that McMahon is getting ready to invest significant money in the new version of XFL. Why are you going to do another football? The other one stunk. You're going to do it again? Okay, next reason. It isn't just that AEW is competing, but how they're competing. Every major wrestling organization that has tried to compete with WWE in the past has fallen into one and two categories. Independent organizations trying to build grassroots followings or scale promotions using past WWE superstars and its base. That's that's what I was just saying earlier. I'm glad that they're not doing that. I mean, Chris Jericho is really the only one from there so far, besides Cody, but he was with Ring of Honor before he he joined this. So it's it's good that they're not doing that. WWE has always had an answer to these two paths. They can simply ignore the independent promotion and and parts their best talent and lager scale promotions never really scared them by trotting out their own talent. AEW is doing something very different. They got out ahead of WWE and caught the organization being slow to sign talent from Japan. Now they've already announced the signing of the Young Bucks, arguably the best tag team in the world. Hangman Page as well as the return of Cody Rhodes who found new life in Japan after leaving WWE and if rumors are true that AEW will announce the signing of Kenny Omega later this month, well WWE has every right to be concerned. Next reason, it's all it all starts with New Japan Pro Wrestling. In many ways, WWE is still working to correct mistakes it made in the mid-late 2000s where their product became entirely kid-focused. Let me stop right there. That's the truth. That, that's the truth. That's what drove me away. It was too kiddy. I don't want to watch this crap. I, that's why I said I liked the Attitude Era, but they're right, it was just too damn kiddy for me. Alright, let's continue back. This era created superstars like John Cena and Randy Orton, but has been often branded as stale and boring, true, by longtime fans in older demographics, very true, who remember the Attitude Era, I had told you. When the company pushed adult-focused storylines, which were often great to me, but it felt more realistic than what would follow. And that's true. This crap that they have now, it doesn't feel realistic. It stunk. It stinks. It's here where the New Japan Pro Wrestling and JPW filed, filled a mammoth, a mammoth void, running counter to WWE's meat grinder of stars being put on TV over and over again until their matches lose impact 
NJPW elected to run their promotion more akin to UFC than WWE. Very cool. This meant slower build-up between matches, promotion on a prize fight, prize fight level, and given its stars creates creative freedom to build their own brands. This meant that talented independent wrestlers were given room to flourish. That's the thing about WWE, they stifle you, it's their way or the highway, and their way sucks. And the promotion's structure meant there was more time between matches. Instead of seeing the same faces every week, there would sometimes be two to three months between superstars competing. This meant their appearances were must-see matches built to and able to reach in a WWE programming hasn't managed. A crescendo that in a way that WWE program hasn't managed. These stars would return to the US and compete for independent promotions like Ring of Honor or Dragon Gate. I don't know any of the, I don't know what Dragon Gate is, but really their NJPW matches have been consistently regarded as the best in wrestling, period. In recent years, more and more WWE fans have turned to NJPW either as a second program or made it their primary. Japan was a, 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 a bastion away from WWE. So... It also helps that NJPW had the power of the Bullet Club, regarded as the coolest and most charismatic stable in wrestling since NWO. Huh. And now they're almost all coming over. You know what? I didn't realize why um, WWE was scared until I read this. Now I can see why they're scared. And now it's making me want to definitely, uh, I'm definitely going to take a peek. As soon as I, I will know because I get, like I said, I these pop up on my YouTube when things come up. And once they have a TV deal, I'm going to DVR it. And I'm going to, I'm going to watch it to see if it's something that I'm going to want to get into or not. And then I will report back on my regular program political bomb show but I won't I won't opine as long as I am now because as you know the show is usually about current events but I am not in today so I decided to give you a little treat and talk about anything but politics today we'll get back into politics on Monday so the next reason is there's a lot more to AEW than just competing. This isn't just about launching a competitor to WWE. It's about disrupting the entire wrestling industry and changes and innovations, athletics. Athletes have been wanting for years. The organization 
has announced equal pay for men and women's wrestlers, which is unheard of in WWE. Uh oh. Uh oh. In addition, they're rejecting the WWE method of superstars being independent contractors. Tony Khan has already said he plans for AEW wrestlers to be full-time employees of the company and complete with health care and benefit. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? What? WWE who? I'm out of here. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah, this is they're doing things right. I am loving it already. Who has signed so far with W with AEW? Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, The Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Chris Jericho, Pac, known as Neville, Neville in WWE, uh, Joey, Janela, Penelope Ford, MJF, Britt Baker. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. I'm glad that I don't know most of these names. I really am. The Kenny Omega effect is the next reason. Spe speculations is that Omega will announce that he's signing with AEW after his contract with New Japan is up at the end of January. Omega has already announced he's leaving NJPW and until the announcement of AEW it was assumed he would be going to WWE. If rumors are true and Omega joins AEW it positions him to join his Bullet Club friends in AEW. Uh, that's a no-brainer. if. If his friends are there, why would he go to WWE? I would go where my friends are. An unthinkable move just a few months ago, but it shows how quickly the new promotion is working to shock an AEW, WWE in its expediency. Omega, a 35-year-old Winnipeg native, who made his debut for Premier Championship Wrestling in 2001 is regarded as the best wrestler on the planet, period. Wow. I'm going to have to look up some of his matches. Well, here's a, here's something, a video down here with one of his matches. Um, I'll have to watch this later. What happens next? AEW has called its shot and now has four months to pull together its show in Las Vegas. There will likely be dozens of announcements, big and small, before the event, making it a critical time for the promotion to prove it's more than just a plucky upstart. There's been no mention of a TV or streaming deal yet. They need more superstars on the roster, but if WWE's early reception is an example, they're not excited about a new challenger entertaining the ring. So, uh, very good stuff. Alright, so you got some comments here. 
this this guy said, I don't think WWE is too worried yet. His thoughts are WWE may be a little a little uh miffed over Jericho and depending on which story is believed, I rated fans were coming from the press conference to SmackDown. But for the moment, the, everything is still too early. AEW hasn't announced a TV deal yet. And which channel is carrying the programming? The roster isn't filled out enough yet for WWE to be concerned of who they're losing out on. And some of the items AEW is wanting to do needs to be executed and determine if it will work. The NJPW thing is another scenario, yes. The more dedicated wrestling fans get drawn to their style and matches by how the pr they present the product, but some fans are not patient enough to get invested into the product, which is why they still they, which is why they still prefer WWE TV. I don't. And uh, another person said WWE has the luxury of time. They just signed a mega deal for SmackDown on Fox. And that will provide enough cash flow to avoid panic. No need to overreact. So that's what you got there. Um... So, what do you guys think? Any wrestling? I'm not even sure if any wrestling fans are listening to this, but if you clicked on the podcast, chances are you are a wrestling fan. And um, what do you think? Are you are you pro WWE? Would you jump ship and watch AEW, or would you watch both of them? Both of them. Okay, someone else here says all elite wrestling has a WWE shook. Brandy Rose talks AEW being all inclusive. Three wrestlers WWE can't afford to lose to AEW. Let's see, which three wrestlers do you think that is? Which wrestlers do you think? It says WWE has made a big mistake a long time ago. By letting Cody Rhodes go. And he has become a sensation on the independent scene. Along with the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes is gearing up to start the new wrestling promotion called AEW. Alright, just get to who they can't afford to lose. Let's see. Uh, here are three wrestlers WWE can't afford to lose. Finn Balor. I don't even know who he is. It's often, it isn't often you get to see former Universal Champion become a mid-card superstar on Raw as quickly as Finn Balor has. After winning the Universal Championship, a poorly timed injury has left him wallowing in the mid-card for over a year. Balor is a bona fide star, but WWE has stripped him of everything that makes him special. It seems like Baylor is in line for a push in 2019. That's some amount of course corrupt correction. 
but he still isn't being treated like the superstar he should be. Baylor is one of the most respected stars on the independent scene, and he also he's also a draw in WWE. Let's see who else. Uh, Baylor may be tempted to move to W to AEW in order to be treated like a megastar. He should be, but letting the Demon King go could prove to be a massive mistake for Vince McMahon's company. If AEW capitalized on Baylor's marketability, he could easily become the face of AEW. Next ones we have here is uh, the revival. I don't again. I don't know who these people are. Regardless of how badly WWE handled the revival on the main roster, the duo is without a doubt the future of the tag team wrestling division. Their wrestling skills would would be enough to take the tag team division to the top. The company can't afford to allow the revival to jump to AEW because if they are allowed, then the young bucks, th along with the allowed. Then with the Young Bucks, there is no doubt that AW would be home to the finest tag team wrestling in the world. It's unlikely that would be a risk WWE would be willing to take, even if the company doesn't see it yet. Okay, and number three, AJ Styles. AJ Styles has wrestled pretty much everywhere in the world, and... He is dominated everywhere. He is a two-time WWE champion. And there's no doubt that AJ is one of WWE's biggest stars. So, there you go. Agree or disagree? I don't know much about any of them, so I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. So, Undertaker going to AEW? No, I don't think so. Well, this is not an article. This is a video, so I'm not going to play any videos here. Four wrestlers, all elite wrestling, could sign in 2019. Let's see. Who could they sign in 2019? Oh, da, 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 da. Gold Dust. I thought Goldust retired. Why are they gonna why are they gonna sign him? Dustin Reynolds is his real name, however, in the squared circle he's known as Goldust. He started wrestling in nineteen eighty eight. He's too old and they, they we don't don't sign too many WWE, especially him. He's just yeah, I I don't think that they should sign him. I think that would be a mistake. Okay, who else we got here? You got... Uh, why Why do they want them to sign so many WWE talent? I just think that's a bad idea. I can't even know this name. Shinsuke Nakumura. I don't know, whatever the hell his name is. I don't know who he is. Don't know. Uh, who else? The Good Brothers... 
I don't know who they are, but perhaps you guys who are who are listening, you're interesting, and you know who they are, and and are in Chris Jericho, but we already know Chris Jericho signed already. That we know. The threat that all elite wrestling poses to WWE. Okay, we're not gonna read any of that anymore. So basically, let's wrap this up. In my opinion, in my opinion, they are, they do have the ability to do what other organizations hasn't done. Now, not because they have the ability means it's going to happen. As you know, it has to have to be executed flawlessly. But I think that they can pull it off. And I, for one, whatever TV, whenever they get a TV deal, I'm going to be DVRing it. Then when I get a chance on my downs, you know, probably on a Sunday, it's usually my downtime, I will take a gander and watch. And based on my impression... If I really like it a lot, I'll watch it live rather than just on DVR. Because Tuesday, I don't really have any shows on on Tuesday. Most of my shows that I love come on Sunday and Monday. Tuesday, I don't can't think of anything off the top of my head. Tuesday, Sunday is a big, a big day for um for my to the shows I like to watch. Because you got Game of Thrones coming back soon, yeah. So. You got The Walking Dead, so then you got this. I can't think of the name of the show, but Into the Badlands, the last season. I like that show. I'm not sure if that's a Sunday or Monday, that might be a Monday, but anyway. Um, what do you guys think? Thumbs up for AEW, thumbs down, too soon to tell. Honestly, I'm excited about it, and um, that's good for the business because it drew me back in, and I haven't. Watch or care about wrestling in um probably over ten years. Whenever uh, they started this COO thing with Triple H, I think it's got to be over ten years since I've I've cared about wrestling. So we will see what happens. So hope you enjoyed the show, wrestling fans. And uh, I just I really hope that it goes well for the wrestling business because really. Uh, it's stale. WWE made it stale. They really did. They really and truly made wrestling stale. So um, I, I'm I'm root. I'm in the corner. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for uh, for AEW to succeed. I really am.
The story of a boy who grew up in a place filled with dysfunctional problems. He suffered with rage, confusion, and low self-esteem due to being a victim of circumstances. He struggled being sociable and having any long-lasting friendships and intimacy was at best lost in a place never to be found. The different forms of love are hard to distinguish leaving the boy at an awkward sociable level. Learning to self-heal and change his pattern of behavior is a true miracle with the help of strong faith in God. Overcoming distrust only to trust the wrong people has really isolated the boy into manhood causing a forever lasting lonesomeness for his own protection. Get this emotional drama autobiography a real page turner and inspirational story. From poor to middle class life without the help of big government. Go to lulu.com and search for the real R E H D O G G.